So yeah, the thing I wanted to hit on first though was that um we've been doing this for a year. Oh really? Yeah. How do you know this? Because I've been putting dates on all of my recordings uh so that I know like when they were like what they were they were from. Mhm. Cuz on the old site I was I was labeling them as like just the date and then the episode title, but I like when I moved to the new site uh, I started putting like the episode numbers as well, but uh, anyway, yeah. So we started this last May, and we've we've only got. I think this will be seventeen episode seventeen. So, and it's more than a TV series does. They usually get like a dozen in a in a year. Well, not the half hour ones. Those get like twenty three or something. Oh well, whatever. But anyway, happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. And this, this week we are short, short Phil. There was some talk about like editing him back in and post using, using recording from his previous yeah. sessions. So, so if you hear random interjections of uh, non sequiturs, that's what happened <laughs> because I couldn't find enough. Or if he just starts sounding like like a robot or something, but he's always going to agree with me. That's the thing. <laughs> any any interjections is going to yes, I agree with Jesse. Something like that. Yeah. Just all you need to do is make that line and then just put it in anytime you say anything. Uh huh. Who thought this was a good idea? Who's standing by? I don't even care. Yeah. So one one year, uh, we picked up a new kind of a, a new member. I thought about um, ways we could change, like, because I figured I have to make a new logo now, because right now our logo just has, well, one, I made it in, like, 15 minutes in Photoshop, and two, it only has uh, our names. It doesn't have Phil's name on it. So I want to make a new logo with Phil's name on it so that people know he's, like, regular and not just a featured guest, you know? Uh-huh. Like, like, you know how they do on Saturday Night Live where they're, like, uh, at the at at the end of like the regular people credits, they're they're like featuring, and then they list off like the people you don't like, <laughs> like uh, uh, geez, who is that one guy who did the ladies man? Oh yeah, the guy that you don't like for like no reason because he was awful. That's why I don't like him because he was bad at his job, which is making me laugh. He never did it. <sighs> I can't think of his name, but yeah. And I'm pretty sure, I, I want to say that that guy was the beginning of the end for that show. And it's never recovered. Like, it was it was good all the way up to that, till like, 95 when he started. But that's when they started adding people like Will Ferrell and uh, Molly Shannon and all those people who were just not funny. You know, I don't, I don't share that polarizing view on it, but I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it. I agree with Bill. Or no, sorry, that didn't work. Wow, <laughs> I've already screwed it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to edit that part out and just replace Phil's uh, agreement with me <laughs> instead of your failed. <laughs> uh, give me, give me a little slack here. I'm kind of tired. <laughs> no slack. Damn it. <laughs> In other news, have you seen the uh, the new Hamburglar? Uh, yes, sexy Hamburglar. 
I don't think I would describe him as that. <laughs> well, not like, not like, you know, name a sexy actor. Uh, uh, Gerard Depardieu sexy, not like that. <laughs> oh. But, you know, like, uh, <laughs> like, definitely not the weird hobgoblin that the old Hamburglar was. Uh, so one of the things about the Hamburglar is that he's a mascot for children, right? So, so one thing that I, two words that I don't want to put together are sexy and children. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh like if I'm looking for like, how can we market, you know, what, what's a good way to, 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 to market our, our happy meals, right? Like, I want to sell, I want to, like, advertise these kids' toys that we're packaging in with our Happy Meals. How do we reboot the Hamburglar? And my first thought isn't, make them sexy. Sex appeal, yeah. Everybody wants sex appeal, even the children. No, like, I know they're (laughs) making hot pants for little girls now, and that's kind of gross. But, like, that's really disgusting and disturbs me in a lot of ways. Because the Hamburglar, the original Hamburglar, in no way looked threatening to anybody. You know, and all he said was "robble, robble," but this guy—it's like well, first of guy, all, it's creepy because it's like a human person, and be- right. Ronald McDonald is barely even a human person in like the world of like you know McDonald's creatures. He's the closest thing to a human, right? Like That's—I think that's why he's our ambassador to the to the land of McDonald. Yeah, like the grimace, like what—that's like just whatever the fuck that is. You don't want to mess with the grimace, right? And, like, Mary McCheese, his head is a hamburger. Like, he's, like, the next closest with, like, a human body, but his ham- his head is a giant burger. Right. So, like, so which makes you wonder if, if this new hamburger would decapitate Mayor McCheese for his hamburger head. Yeah, and so it's, like, either either he's, like, trying to be the sexy hamburger, which, like you said, is wrong, because he's got that, like, he's got that very, like, specifically shaven you know, beard. Yeah, it's like trimmed thing. down to be grizzle. Yeah, it's like that, but it's like that very intended groomed male look. Right. And yeah. he's like, he's got the same tie, but it's like loose around his neck, you know? It, it's just, it's just really kind of, it's just really wrong. Like, the one thing that I didn't think needed a gritty reboot was McDonald Land. <laughs> yeah. But then there we go. And, <laughs> and, and I'm like, like speaking of the the monster that is the grimace, what are they gonna do for him? What kind of horrid thing are they gonna come up with for grimace? Sexy grimace? No, God. <laughs> I don't know, but yes, the hamburger like he's either sexy hamburger or he's pedophile hamburger because yes, definitely. I think he's probably both. <laughs> There's nothing good comes from this hamburger. He's not supposed to look legitimately like a felon, <laughs> but he doesn't look like a felon. Like the like, if you took that, well, I, I think you could even leave the mask on. It looks like a grinder profile. It doesn't look like a like a convict. I don't know what grinder is. It's a gay hookup app. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fair that I don't know that, <laughs> <laughs> but. So, yes, it looks like some kind of gay fetish 
costume uh-huh. man. Hence the title of the article that I linked you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's definitely more that than then this is gonna this is gonna push happy meals right this is gonna sell toys that's not what that is <laughs> well maybe not mcdonald's toys oh. <laughs> doing everything i can to make this as comfortable as possible <laughs> is that is that what he says instead of robble robble yes <laughs> Let's move on. Let's not talk about this anymore. I can't. <laughs> oh man. Have you have you played any video games? Um no. I've bought some video games but have not played them yet. Great. <laughs> I'm sure every publisher is happy about that. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I I bought and played um the two um Call of Duty Black Ops games that are out. Uh cuz I saw a commercial for the third one and then they went on sale. It's insane though. Like the first Black Ops is like 5 years old. That thing's still like $40 new. But yeah, they cut both of them down to 20 on Steam. So I picked them up. Uh Steam sales. Um the first Black Ops is actually pretty cool in how it tells its story and stuff. It's uh um I assume you'll never play it. No. Okay. I got one Call of Duty and that was because I had to play it for the airport scene and then I never played those games again. Okay. Um so uh I'll just go ahead and spoil the game. Uh, because it's five years old. Like, I feel like only I haven't played this game, or hadn't. But, uh, but so, the first game takes place in the Cold War, and, uh, you're part of a, uh, uh, well, I guess it takes place, yeah, in, in the 60s. Uh, and so, some of the stuff you do is, like, everything's told through flashbacks. So, the whole, even, like, the game's, like, main menu starts off, and you're in, in some kind of interrogation chamber, and the whole, or the most of the stories told as flashbacks as they're interrogating you and you're, like, telling the story of what happened. Um, and so one of the things that happens is you, you know, you're on this mission, but you get captured by uh, by friends of Castro or something because you're trying to assassinate Castro. <laughs> Sorry, now I just imagined Castro and friends. <laughs> yeah, friends of Castro is... Uh, uh, some kind of super villain group, yeah. But uh, you get captured and um, they they brainwash you like they sixties you know MK Ultra brainwash you, and you uh, like throughout the game like they don't tell you that you're brainwashed exactly. They just tell you that you've been you know you were captured and then you escaped from this place and. Every one of your missions involve you like running around and either meeting up with or saving this guy named Victor Reznov, who's this uh, who's this Russian uh, operative that you met in Vietnam and also were captured with. I think no, yes, you were captured with, and then you escaped and he died. Uh, and so you keep like running into this guy later, and they do some like little subtle uh, 
things throughout the game uh, to make you question like your sanity throughout it. And, it, you know, at the end, the big the big reveal at the end is that this Victor Reznov guy uh, was a hallucination. And even though you're like fighting alongside him and stuff, he it was never actually there. You just imagine that he was fighting with you. So they totally fight club you. Yeah, they fight club you. You're Victor Reznov. Like, uh, one of the late game missions is that you play through one the sequence as uh, the main character with this dude like leading you around, and then you play through it again uh, from a different perspective, and then you see that it was just like you in this room beating this guy up, screaming, I'm Victor Reznov or something. So... That was a pretty cool thing because I had wanted to do this in another game that I was working on. Uh, and then it turns out they'd already done it. Um, so it was pretty it's pretty neat. Um, the second Black Ops doesn't do anything like that. and uh, <laughs> No 60s flashbacks. Every, like, there's some stuff that's like flashbacks, but... Uh, yeah, so they they still do storytelling through flashback, but most of it's like modern day or like like it's supposed to take place in twenty twenty five, and so it's like like near future sort of future tech stuff, and it's all pretty. I don't know. It just felt like way more boring, and they try to make it much more like you're just kind of in a first person movie. So the camera is just like herky jerky all over the place because it's trying to like do head tracking for your main character and stuff, and like. It's just really disorienting sometimes. And then all of the controls are are like intended for uh, playing on a controller. So there's some like button combination stuff that they make you do that just flat out doesn't work. And sometimes they try to make you control a vehicle or a missile or something with the mouse look. And that doesn't work at all. Like it just doesn't work. And so like everything, uh, like it was like, there were some things about the game technically like the technology of the game engine that they were using which were better but everything about the design of the game and the writing was like a step backwards it was like a regression in what they were doing in the first game so in a sequel i'm so surprised <laughs> but uh and they even had this one scene where one of like the main villain like hypnotizes a kid and like you play as that kid and i thought okay, great, um, you know, they'll do some kind of weird thing where, like, you're, you know, hypnotized and he's going to say some kind of trigger word and, like, you're going to flip on your team or and nothing like that happened. Like, nothing interesting in the plot happened at all. It was just, like, like... Later you just, like, I'm a chicken! Yeah, I mean, that would have been great. <laughs> Anything. But instead it was just kind of a pretty... Like, there was some stuff they added to have, like, player choice ending changing stuff, but it didn't really, um, it wasn't really meaningful or anything. Because I didn't care about the characters in this game. <gasps> and then they killed off, uh, well, they didn't kill off, but, like, they, I don't know, it, I didn't care about anybody. I thought the, I thought the original game, like, made the characters more interesting and yeah tim meadows tim meadows that guy you know 
one bad apple spoils the bunch is what I say. You you are right, of course. I mean, that that is very much the reality. Yeah. So I I did I did see some of the the, the big have to see summer movies though. Like did you see Age of Ultron? Yeah. I did. I've actually seen it twice. Then uh, I also saw Mad Max finally, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I saw Mad Max as well. They actually took us to watch it as a company, which is pretty cool. But yeah, so I, I thought it's weird. Like so many people that I know who even watched it with me and uh, are, are like, oh man, this is the greatest movie I've seen all year. It might be one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. And I kind of came out of it like, okay. I thought it was a cool action movie. Like, I think maybe it's just people who really like action movies. It's been so long since there's been a good one and one that wasn't like, that didn't have to fill the like slow parts with like cheesy comic relief and other, you know, stupid stuff like. It's been a very long time since, like, just a pure, just action movie like that has come out. I guess I don't know. I, I mean, it's like Terminator Two, then nothing, then this movie. I feel like there's been a lot of good action movies, though. Like what? I mean, maybe the difference is like this one had less CG in it. Is Maybe. that the big difference? I don't know. Tell but, me an action movie that you're ta- that you're thinking of. I mean, like, what about all the Batman movies? Uh, I think superhero movies don't qualify. How? Because it's a different genre. It's shut up. <laughs> it's not the same. Well, maybe that's your problem then, yeah. is that like 99% of the movies that are action movies have either been superhero movies or Transformers. Right, and I think that's the thing. Transformers movies just suck, and then like all the other ones are superhero movies, which is kind of different. But I would say that the same thing that people like about these movies, which is just spectacular visuals and explosions and stuff, are the things that you can like about the Transformers movies. Like, because the plot of this movie is uh, we're subjugated, and then we escape, and then we go back and we beat the bad guy. Like, that's that's the plot. That's the, you know, that's as much as a story as there is. Mm-hmm. So there were some parts of the movie that I did think were, like, supposed to be comic relief parts, but maybe they were supposed to be serious. Like, at the end, when he's, like, or because at one point, What's-Her-Face Furiosa asks him what his name is, and I don't remember if he says anything, because half the... Like, he says, like, three things in the whole movie uh, that aren't voiceover. And then the, the like, the last thing he says is, Max, my name is Max, you know. And I just thought that scene was funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that was not supposed to be a funny <laughs> it scene. Was just like, it was just like, why does it matter? Like, I don't know. I, I, they made it really hard for me to, like, care that she was dying because, like... I really had no investment in, like, any of the characters, really. The things that I thought about this... Like, the things that I liked about this movie were mostly the the world-building stuff. Uh, And so that's... So I was thinking about this as, like, I don't... Like, I think there's... uh, I had... I I originally thought that this movie had really 
poor writing. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, well, it doesn't really have poor writing in a general sense. It's got a poor narrative. And then, but, but it, like, I don't like the storytelling in it, but I do like the world building. And so it's got a really interesting world that they have thought of and that they have, like, um, that they've created with all of the props and costumes and everything. Uh, all of that stuff is very cool. And all of the, all of these stunts are very cool. And the characters and the... The characters look cool. Yeah. 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 But as far as like, but there just doesn't seem to be any depth to anything. Well, I think the point is, I think the the thing is, it's still very enjoyable to watch right. and experience in spite of that. Yeah. No, I, I like, I, I thought it was a very fun thing to watch. Yeah. But I, I guess... Like, I had compared it to... My first instinct was to compare it to a Michael Bay movie. Because it's it's just, like... Like, a uh, story. But, it like, everything that's happening on screen is very spectacular. Mm-hmm. I guess the difference with, like, the Transformers is... There's no real room outside of, like, the way the Transformers themselves look... To make an interesting world because it is just Earth... Yeah, you know, and so like, they're they're running around and blowing up New York, but it's New York, you know. It's not like I don't think they ever actually blow up New York. I think it's just Chicago. Whatever. I don't know where they are. <laughs> Wherever it's cheaper to film, I guess. I don't know. So I guess I don't have as much a reverence for this movie as as other people because. It kind of scratches the same itch as like an Avengers or except I think the Avengers is funnier and I like the characters more and like I want to see them succeed whereas I just want to see things blow up like I I was I, I will say this I was sad when that guitar guy got killed <laughs> you knew they were gonna have to blow up the guitar truck though why though because look all he wanted to do was rock <laughs> You know, like he had one thing that he wanted to do more than anything else, and it was jam on that guitar. I thought he was driving the vehicle with that guitar, but I guess not. Yeah, I don't think so. The cool thing that I learned was that <laughs> that'll that be whole... guitar. That'll be the next guitar hero. The... Be... <laughs> guitar hero Fury Road. <laughs> And then, yeah, and your note lane is a, like, literal road. Yes, yes. Yeah. But, yeah, that guy was awesome. That guy was, yeah, that guy was my favorite thing about the movie. Uh, and then I, like, I, found, I read some kind of article about the making of stuff, and they were saying that that guitar and all of those amps and and stuff work. It's a working, and the flamethrower worked. <laughs> Like, that's probably the, the coolest thing about, and, and something that, I guess, in this age of CG, you just kind of take for granted is, your, is, you, is you think, like, you know, well, that stuff's probably fixed in post. Uh, they probably added that fire after the fact, and all of these things are, like, uh, like stubbed in, the stunts are CG, like, nothing's, nothing's real. And, and then you find out that, like, yeah, there's most of that stuff's real. Most of it works. Except for the giant, like, 
terror storm or whatever that was probably not real yeah that was probably cg (laughs) i guess that was the other thing that i didn't like about this movie that some people apparently really loved was i didn't like the oversaturated look of the whole movie like i wanted it to it was like either really bright orange or really bright blue and whenever they do that kind of stuff like that kind of heavy post-production stuff like all i can see is computer like it just takes me out of the whole movie and i'm just like i'm just looking at i'm just looking at after effects right now i don't even care so the problem is movie was good jesse's a movie snob there we go i guess (laughs) i feel like there are people who are snobbier about movies than i am though but i don't know there's just certain things it's like when i watched 300 and people were like all over that movie and I'm like, yeah, but you can see the green screen. Like, you can see where the set ends, and I hate that. I don't know. The guitar guy was awesome. <laughs> and then, like, every crane shot, like, the flyover shots, and you can hear, like, whenever the camera passes by that guy, and you just hear, like, yes, yes, it's great. Oh, yes, I remember what I was going to say. I, uh, yes. For for once in this podcast, I would like to talk about Batman. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I'll allow it. <laughs> so so specifically, uh, so, you know, we talked about crappy, scary new characters before. Like, how do you feel about the new Joker? If you've seen the, I'm sure you've seen the picture. Yeah, for Jared the Suicide Lido. Squad. Yes. Yeah, I thought he looked like a juggalo. <laughs> a juggalo. Yeah. Um, he looks terrible. Although I did, I do want to, um, like speaking of the new Hamburglar, I do want to Photoshop Jared Leto's Joker into the, uh, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> into Ronald McDonald? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like this is your gritty reboot of Ronald McDonald. Yeah. This is your, this is your, um, child molester Ronald McDonald. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm willing to give it a chance because whatever like everybody thought that uh making uh his name uh, Heath Ledger yeah everybody thought that making Heath Ledger the Joker was gonna be just absolutely horrible and and then the movie came out and everybody loved him so I don't know I I am mostly just hoping that the Joker isn't running around shirtless uh, the whole movie. Like, if he's wearing clothes, then it's probably not that big a deal. So I don't know who Jared Leto is, but that's not the thing that I don't like about uh-huh. the Joker. I just, I don't like the style that they made him, like, they made him look like some kind of weird street thug. And that's never been my impression of the Joker in, in any form. Like, he's got weird tattoos, and he's got, like, metal teeth and stuff. And it's like, why? I, I just don't know why you would do that. I don't know why you'd make him look like he, like, fell out of a rap video and into a circus. Like, I don't... I don't understand that thought process. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, like, super familiar with comics and stuff, but I think they're... I don't know. I imagine there's probably at least a version of the Joker that looks like that in comics, too. I don't know. I've seen a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like he wears a suit, you know. That's that's one of his deals. Well, I I guess part of it is how many of the other jokers have you ever seen shirtless? Like we don't know what was going on underneath, you know, Jack Nicholson's orange blazer. I mean, outside of uh outside of that one or two episodes of uh animated series where he has like swim trunks and like a inflatable ducky around his waist. Um I guess I haven't, but doesn't he even have like knuckle tattoos and that kind of stuff? Like Yeah, I think maybe the tattoos were a little over the top for that photo. I don't know if he's going to be that bad for real or not. Also, the Joker usually wears gloves, too, so he could have had knuckle tattoos also. I guess, but okay, so then explain the teeth thing. Yeah, that was just gross looking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I saw another picture of, like, the whole Suicide Squad, and they look like a made-for-TV show. Like, they look as bad as, like, The Flash or Arrow or something. Or the new Supergirl, which looks retarded. They're doing Supergirl too? Yeah, but it's on CBS. It's on CBS. It's unrelated to the WB shows or any of the movies. It is its own dumb thing where they make her like... Like... um, I want to say it's like uh, Meg Ryan in Working Girl. Melanie Griffith. (laughs) There you go. Uh, But she's got superpowers. I don't know. The trailer looked real bad. <laughs> well, you kind of lost me when you said CBS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, with a station that, that specializes in uh, crime serials, I don't know why they're doing Supergirl. Yeah, it seems like that would be better for, I don't know, The Question or <laughs> something. You know they're never going to make a TV show for The Question. <laughs> Well, they might make a TV show called The Question, but it would be like some kind of... Game show? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it would. (laughs) Or uh, or it would be some kind of reality show about wedding proposals. (laughs) That's much better. (laughs) I would love a show about The Question, though. (laughs) Like, if... Yeah, if they could make an FX show for The Question and... Because I think that would, or Netflix original or something, I think that would be pretty cool. And they just like really drive home like the whole conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah, I think it'd be excellent. Well, shouldn't it be History Channel then? So. <laughs> <laughs> the question as played by that Giorgio guy from Ancient Aliens. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yes. I think there are too few people who, uh, well, I mean, everybody, I guess, who watched the Justice League TV show knows who the question is, is, but I don't know. Like, I don't know how they would introduce him to a wider audience. Apparently not through a CW spinoff because you hate them. They're just all, they're all bad. And by all of them, I mean the two of them that exist, (laughs) but yeah, they're just not good shows. So, okay. I want to say that I'm kind of with Jesse on this one. And that right there is where I'm going to put in uh, a clip of Phil saying he agrees with me, even though I know he watches both of those shows. (laughs) Yes. 
So we've got a couple of other things. Uh, did you want to talk about the Silent Hills or all of the Konami foul-ups? Oh, Konami. They're just off the reservation. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't even know what to say about them. Like, they, they've apparently decided to go completely mobile. Like, mobile and their, like, casino slash pachinko style games and they've canceled silent hills which was going to be the next project after um metal gear 5 so this really is the last metal gear (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh and they like as a like because of that they've had to pull pt off the 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 playstation network um downloadable thing right and apparently people are selling playstations with the demo installed for like fifteen hundred dollars sure <laughs> because why not yes it's like the it was like the you know thousand dollar iphone because it had flappy bird on it yeah yeah it's like it, you know if people are willing to pay that then i say good on you people selling your playstations you can buy <laughs> Five PlayStations <laughs> with fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> so why not? Why not sell that? Just yeah. make sure you. Uh, I mean the the thing about that is I wonder. Uh, you'd have to delete your credit card information off of that PSN account, and that PSN account is basically dead to you. Uh, because I don't think you could. I think you'd have to have that still active to use the demo, right? I don't know. I, I, I don't know exactly idea. how that works, but if that's the case, then you're not just selling a PS4 with your demo, you're selling any other like DLC you've purchased and everything else that is on that account. Right. Yeah, so for me $1500 would not be enough to cover to cover the like thousands I spent on rock band music. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I guess for some people that might be bananas uh for other people maybe they like upon hearing that it was going to get pulled quickly made a different account uh just to purchase just to download the free thing and then uh put it on a playstation or something that seems like the best move yeah do that uh so yeah i mean if they're um able to get fifteen hundred dollars out of suckers who are going to pay that amount of money for a dumb demo for a game that is never going to come out that's totally fine with me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> usually, I think usually I'm against just uh, just taking people for a ride on on stuff, but I don't know that that's their fault. <laughs> that's totally on the buyer. You know what you bought? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you would find. I didn't even like that demo. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> but. But I, I also don't. I'm also like the worst person to judge a horror game. I think we've talked about this before. I think I think you're the second worst person to judge a horror game because you're the worst person to judge a horror game. Yes, <laughs> and I and I know this because I'm probably the worst person to judge horror in general. Uh-huh. Because when we were watching Mad Max, you know, there's like these seven hours of previews beforehand, and I guess because Mad Max is like a. R-rated crazy action movie. There was a lot of horror film 
Did they do the Poltergeist trailer? No, uh, not Poltergeist. It was just, I don't know. There was one about like a a girl, like it was like another Exorcist movie, and yeah, some of the other ones. But I was laughing during all of those. Yeah, because they yeah. were because they were so <laughs> ridiculous. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it wasn't even it wasn't like no it was like this is zero percent scary and just stupid yeah oh god but that's like every horror movie that yes which is why we're terrible for judging horror <laughs> oh man oh man uh what our our niece uh was telling me about uh, a horror movie that she saw uh the other night at a sleepover and she was like, "Oh yeah, this 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 horror movie's really was really great. It's called uh, the Babadook." And already, oh, the Babadook, yes, that's <laughs> on Netflix. I need to watch it. You do need to watch it. <laughs> it's about this this guy uh, called Mister Babadook who makes these pop up books, and he gives the pop up books to people. And if you destroy the pop up book, he makes another pop up book for you. And uh, great, right. <laughs> And so, the so he's way... really fast at making pop up. But... No, seriously, he is, and they're pretty good. And uh, like, I was looking at him, and it's like, wow, this one's really awesome. Like th- this other one, it had like, so I mean, the the pop up books are like supposed to be like images of you like killing somebody or yourself or something. And so, like, one of the things is like, and so, so she's telling me about this. I'm like, wait a minute, the pop up book is like her stabbing her son or something and she's like yeah yeah and i'm like so the mom's reading this pop-up book and she starts like shifting the knife back and forth into her son and it's like oh this is horrifying (laughs) (laughs) yes oh the blood comes out who keeps reading and interacting with the pop-up book at this point (laughs) right and then so she finds like an animated gif of this and like like turns it to me and so it's like the the gif of like the whenever she gets to the part where she's killing herself so it's like a pretty crudely drawn picture of the mom with a knife in her hand and just like, ah, 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 like stabbing herself in the neck and there's blood coming out. And like, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, why does she keep pulling on the thing? Like, <laughs> you think I should, just like you pull it down the one time you see the blood come out and you're like, oh, I killed myself. Great one, Babadook. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but it's just like, why would she keep pulling? I don't know. And, uh, and then she's like, no, no, it, it pulls itself. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's a possessed pop-up book. And it, like, moves itself around. Well, that makes more sense. But but also, why is he telling his story through pop-up book? And why do you keep turning the pages? Yeah, it's like, why do you keep reading this book? He's made three of them. And in the third one, you're still just like, oh, yeah, let me read this pop-up book. I know how it's going to end. I'm killing myself or something. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> just... <laughs> and... So it's like an alive human that keeps coming back to give you this book? No, I mean it looks like a it looks like Jared Leto's Joker, but in a top hat or something. Uh-huh. And he's like because he's got like the messed up teeth and he's in well, I mean he's kind of in blackface or something. I don't know, but I don't know. If he's, he's in Babadook face. He's in Babadook face, and but yeah, he like makes these pop up books, and I I don't know. I it, the way it was described was like it was on the kid's shelf or something, and the kid was like, "Hey, let's read this one. It's called Mister Babadook," and so she reads through it, and but then she like tears the book up and throws it in the garbage, and then like the next day or something, she finds the book again, and she's like, "Oh, I thought I got rid of this," and then she reads it again, 
Yeah, that makes no sense. Like, fool me once, Babadook. Shame, shame on you, right? Yeah. But I don't know. And the the way she described this was like the the dude like only gets stronger the more you ignore him or something like that. And I don't know what that means because if he has some kind of mind control power to like make you kill things, it's like what what do you mean grow stronger? Like I don't know what that means. But <laughs> what's the threshold? Yeah, like what's more powerful than making you kill other people? Like what do you where do you go from there? But uh yeah, it's like well, he's already made the book, you know. It, it, if you like read the book and you're just like, "Hey, hey Mr. Babadook, what's up?" and you like invite him over or something or you introduce him to your friends, and you're like, "Hey Cheryl, uh this is Mr. Babadook. Uh, he's going to be having dinner with us." Like, does that make him less powerful? Does that mean he won't make you kill people if you're just totally cool with him? Like, is this just a demon who wants a buddy? Like, I don't know. Does he want to crash on your couch? Like, what's his deal? I don't know. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. I don't know how the movie ends, but apparently the... Mr. Babadook had, like, in the book, like, made it look like she was going to kill, like, her dog and her son or something. And then she only got around to killing the dog, but I don't even think it was in the way that the book showed. <laughs> <laughs> so she was busy that day. So yeah, like any way you slice it, like Mr. Bobby's lazy or something, I don't know. But that's why I think horror movies are stupid. <laughs> Cuz they're usually like that. <laughs> he or gave up on pop books and started making fold-up boats. <laughs> fold-up boats. Yes. Uh yeah. Now I'm going to make you kill yourself with this origami crane. It's got like little dioramas. Yes, <laughs> dioramas. <laughs> I don't know. Science fair foldouts. That's his new medium for murder. It's just so much poster board and Luan <laughs> sparkles. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, I can't appreciate horror movies for anything other than comedic value at this point. They're either funny or they're boring. Like, those are kind of where they are. Yeah. And we might be a little bit desensitized just because we've seen so many real murders. <laughs> See? Yeah. Okay. So, the fact that we're laughing at that is probably part of the problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, watch, I watched some of those uh, paranormal activity movies. Because they looked pretty funny. And, yes, like, sometimes they were boring, but, like, they were mostly funny. <laughs> yeah. There's some really good stuff in those. Is that the one where, like, the lady slaps the other one? No, that's Insidious. Oh, okay. But that is... Oh, man. Oh, okay, so that was one of the ones that was... Insidious 2 was Insidious one of the ones... Insidious 2. Was one of the ones that there was a preview for, and that was the funniest one. That was the one where I had to, like, stifle myself... Because I was going to laugh out loud when that preview <laughs> yeah. came on. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, but when that pale lady, that pale lady slaps the other chick across the room and she says, Don't you dare! <laughs> when that happened on the movie, I was crying. Yeah. <laughs> 
We've lost him. <laughs> the lady just, just goes flying. <laughs> yeah. But yes, oh, the, the, tra the trailer for that one, like, uh. it had, like, kids watching home vi videos of, like, the kids taking part in crazy, horrible murders of their family and stuff. And, like, they show one scene of, like, the child, and he goes, like, Rah! and, like, his face darts forward and, like, makes a kind of, like, Rah! shrieking and, like, oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff that cracks me up. And, like, in that, that, when I showed you that Poltergeist trailer where the little girl is, like, sitting there at the base of the stairs, and then, and then she just gets, like, she just gets ghost pulled, like <laughs> yanked by one foot, and just goes, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. whips her up the stairs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, a, and then she died. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's why we can't play horror games because. <laughs> Because it's either they're either funny or dumb, yeah, or boring. Like, <laughs> yes, that's how I ended up. That's where I ended up with that Dead Space game. Like I tried to play the first Dead Space, and it was and Fatal Frame. Oh my gosh, that one was just like oh, it was like it was like a first person camera shooter, and you shoot ghosts, and your and your bullets are film. It was yeah. just like, oh, this is just dumb. <sighs> yeah. And it's like the whole time you're just like amateur photographer taking pictures of ghosts. And then I think I, I could only stand watching you play Silent Hill for like Silent Hill 2 or whatever for like about an hour because it was mostly you just walking in a fog with static playing. Yeah. And then every once in a while you like hit something on the head with a piece of wood. Yeah, because bullets were pretty rare. So you have to smack them with a pipe or something. Or Ugh, That could have just been Geiger Counter the game or something. And it's just like. Radiation, okay, let's move the other way. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people are really big on that pyramid head guy for some reason, and I thought he just looked retarded. <laughs> I thought he had a I thought he had one of those like uh trash carts on top of his head. Because <laughs> it's like on the PS2, so I don't know what it is. <laughs> and then I see I see concept art for the guy and I'm like, oh no, it's actually just a big metal thing. Yeah. It's like well, this guy looks dumb. It's dumb. He's got a buster sword or something. He's walking around slow. Oh, but okay, pyramid head guy. That reminds me. Uh, okay, so there's this uh, Apple iPhone game, which maybe it's still on the store or maybe not. But it is great. It is like totally copyright infringement. The game. It is so awesome. Hold on. I have to find it for you. It's called, like, X something Clash of Zombies is the name of it. X, X War Clash of Zombies. And I guess it is still on the iTunes store. So they've got Thor and the Hulk. But, like, just the icon is already Yeah, Iron it's Man. like Blue Iron Man. But X War Clash of Zombies. So they're playing off of, I guess, X-Men... Game of War and Clash of Clans and Plants vs. Zombies, like just in the title, they're already like trying to rip off like five games. It's like in case you accidentally searched for any of those things, this would come up as well. Yes. And so 
And so then if you just look at the main characters on the front, I swear they're infringing on at least nine different intellectual properties just on this first screen. So there's Iron Man, then there's the Hulk, uh-huh. then you have Thor, you have Dragon Ball Z, you have Eva from Wally. Eva from Wally, yes. You have uh that's the guy from Bleach. Uh-huh. Um I think this guy's from a different anime, but I don't recognize him. So is this one of those Chinese knockoff games? I guess. Because did you ever see that League of Legends knockoff? Like the cheap uh, League of Legends thing where they had like Shrek (laughs) as a playable character? (laughs) No. No? No, but that sounds great. Yeah. But then look, yes, the next screen too is Pyramid Head Guy. Oh, wow. That is exactly like a chibi pyramid head. Yes. And yeah, then there's him again. But yeah, see, like, I don't know who that guy is. I don't know either. He's He's got to be from some other anime. He's He can't possibly be an original character. <laughs> he would be the one, but right, it's but, just because we don't recognize him. Yeah, it's just, it's some samurai dude. But, and then, like, I watched a, a short video of somebody playing the game, and it is exactly Clash of Clans. Yeah, like it's just one of those top-down town builder things. <laughs> yeah, except it's exactly Clash of Clans. <laughs> <laughs> like the U, like every aspect of the UI except for slight changes to the icons is the same. Wow! Like same font and everything. That's a that's a pretty uh, bold ripoff. And I can't believe that it's still on <laughs> that it's still on the iTunes Store. What's it rated? Uh, it has. The current version has five star, 932 ratings, all versions. I guess it's five stars. I can't tell. I guess that's what that means. Are the uh, are the reviews in English? Yes. Are they real? Or are they... uh, well, let's see. Here's one of here's one of them. It says, "Okay, we all know this game looks great, but with all these <laughs> right, but with all these." Circle C characters, you know the developers will eventually have to take this game down. I mean, I don't hate them for having all these great characters, but when you have Iron Man and the Avengers plus all these animes together, I just don't understand. Five stars? Uh, that one's four. Oh. Here, here's one of the five-star reviews. I think these are just the most recent ones or something. The only thing I have a problem with is keeping the sound off. The game itself is very fun. It's kind of like Clash of Clans. It's exactly like Clash of Clans. Which is fine by me because I love both games. The only complaint I have is that the sound turns back on every time I get in the game and I have to keep turning it off. <laughs> Five stars. Wow. And people wonder why um, there aren't more people doing game reviews for mobile games. Right, but... I actually think one of the things that this game does is incentivizes you for giving it five stars. Like you get a whole bunch of free gems or something if you five star it, which is another thing that's you're not supposed to do in the app store. Um, but there's no regulation on that apparently. Right. And, but that's probably contributing a lot to why it has uh, five, like five stars. And it may, like when I watched the video, it may have even done something where like it wouldn't let you not, Give it five stars. I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was like... Well, apparently you can give it not five stars. That one guy gave uh, it four. Yeah, but... 
Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. But it, I think it, I think it incentivized you for for doing for giving it a good rating or something. So that guy like legitimately liked the game if he gave it four stars. Then <laughs> he's not just in it for the free crap. He's like, yeah, all right, this game's pretty solid. It uses a lot of Circle C characters, but that's cool. They've even, they've they're up to version four point seven, which means it's gone through the Apple review process at least four times. It's gone through four point seven times at least. I get the feeling that the Apple review process might be more uh, than anything else. Like, like they don't actually just they don't actually look at anything. They just make sure it runs and it doesn't isn't exactly like some kind of malware or something. I'm not exactly sure how it works. <laughs> is this, but is the only thing that they're regulating that it's not entirely a scam? I don't know, because the only thing I can remember them pulling down is uh, that um, what was it? That millionaire uh, <laughs> app where you pay like a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars for a for a JPEG that says. You 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 paid a million dollars or something or a thousand dollars for this? <laughs> the one description, the four star one is I no understand anything anymore. Is is the description? I don't even know how to see more reviews. It only shows me those three. The other game that this developer has on their store is Flying Tiny Birds, which is clearly that's not Flappy Bird. It doesn't even look like it. Yes, it is exactly Flappy Birds. But it's flying tiny birds too. No HD. Was the J the the picture there says two. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I like that the picture is the bird flying directly into the pipe. <laughs> yeah. I will say this: the art doesn't look like it was pulled out of uh, Super Mario World, though. Yeah. Did you want to talk about this bloodstained Kickstarter? Oh, that's another Konami issue because they're focusing on making hats or something instead of video games. Now they're uh, so bloodstained is like because so then there's, there's never going to be any more Castlevanias either, right? Right, and so bloodstained oh, is the, is the that's the not Castlevania Kickstarter. Yes, yeah, which like made its original goal and like you know three seconds or something it was getting like a million dollars an hour or something crazy but yeah yeah so it's got 30 million dollars yes something like that that would actually be a kickstarter then that um has enough money to make the game (laughs) (laughs) yes what do you think about all of these uh kickstarters that are essentially like remember that game i made what if i made another one I think that's fine. I mean, I think there's a lot of, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people who are, you know, there's a lot of people who are fans of games that would love to see something, you know, a game like that. Many, I mean, I, I know you really loved Space Quest, and I feel like you might consider funding if somebody was going to say, hey, we're going to make another Space Quest, like the old style of those games, and we'll have Gary Owens narrate and stuff. You would probably be up for that. Well, yeah. I mean, the the two guys. The, that made Space Quest did a Kickstarter, I think, mm-hmm. um, and got it funded, and 
got Gary Owens to do the video. Of course, Gary Owens, is, he's dead now. He died recently. So there is a guy who does a really good Gary Owens, though. But uh, So maybe they'll get him. Right. But, yeah, I I wasn't making any money whenever that thing was rolling around, so I was like, oh, I can't fund it. <laughs> and, in yeah. fact, I, I sent them an email because they were taking applicants for sound designer, and I'm like, please, <laughs> please let me. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's, I'm going to, I think it's fine. I mean, you know, I, you know, I mean, I work with people who made Age of Empires and I still know lots of people that would love for another Age of Empires to be made, which can't happen unless Microsoft agrees to it for copyright reasons and stuff. But yeah, you know, anytime something like that, I mean, that's why, like, I mean, this is, it's clearly not, it, it, it's, it's totally Castlevania, but it's clearly not Castlevania. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I mean, I think it's fine, you know, uh, and I, I don't know, part of it maybe is just that like eventually some of it too, I think is like people, you know, the people who made those games, like loved making them, but eventually got old and sick and tired of dealing with the companies that they were working for, right? You know, for one reason or another, and uh, it does. It's it doesn't take. I mean, depending on what you're trying to make, like if you're trying to make like, you're there's certain types of games that you're just not gonna be able to go out and start a small Kickstarter and make on your own, right? Like, the guys who make Skyrim are not gonna be able to just go make a Kickstarter and make a Skyrim. Because you need like a hundred million artists and mm-hmm. all kinds of other stuff, right? But I mean, like a two D platformer game, I think you can probably handle going out and making your own with a smaller team, right? I think it just depends on what the game is. It just feels like we're holding onto the past a little bit. I don't. I don't see it that way. I mean, I mean, like what? Because I mean, ten years ago they made a game or something like. I mean, when was when was the last time they made a Castlevania well, like that? The I mean, they've been making those for a while. Um, not all on console. Some of them are on handheld games and stuff. You know, I, I played a Castlevania that was very much like Symphony at the Night on um, Game Boy Advanced. You know, I mean, the first one that probably most people. No, is Symphony of the Night, right? Which was 97, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's 18 years ago, 16. Yeah. I don't know. I can't do math right now. Uh, I think it was 18 years ago, right? Something like that. Or it's 2015. Yeah. You said it was 97. Yeah. I can't do math either. <laughs> Fine. It's somewhere between one, between 10 and 30 years ago. <laughs> but, but I mean, I guess my point is it's like there are, I, I guess, is that, I mean, is that really holding on to the past? I mean, it's not that long ago. I mean, it's not I mean, that long ago in holding the sense on, of... Holding, I mean, it's not as bad as we're, we're remaking Ghostbusters, which was in 1984. You know, I mean, yeah. that's a huge, that's a way bigger, like, change in time. And thanks. I think it's also like, thanks. huh? Thanks. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Yeah, I mean, that's 30, 31 years ago almost. Yeah, that's that's 50% longer. Yeah. You know, uh, so... Which they are remaking Ghostbusters. Right. Much to my horror, I guess. Much to your lack of actual effective protest. <laughs> what, what am I going to do? Hey, Hollywood, don't do this thing that you're probably going to make a lot of money on. <laughs> Just hack their site, and then they'll have to only release it on on Netflix. And also, retro is popular right now, particularly with like PC games with all the like eight bit looking stuff recently. You can blame Minecraft. It's Minecraft's fault because that's got all the pixel art stuff and all the throwback. I don't think it's Minecraft's fault, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like there's some there's some people. Like so, these most of these people are like, they're they're known for the the thing that they made. Like in this case, it's Castlevania. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I was just kind of hoping that they would um, grow with the rest of the industry. And you might be like, well, what does that mean? Like I don't know <laughs> what that means exactly, but. I feel like video games have evolved over the last 15 years because it is... I mean, that's the thing is, like, Castlevania was released on, like, the PS1, right? Mm-hmm. So we've had three of those, right, since then? PlayStations? Yeah. Yes. And now, the, I mean, I, I I don't know. It, like, I would I would be more interested in his vision of what is and maybe this is what it is like maybe this is what it'll be but like what what like in the same way that he made this new like interesting take on this side-scrolling action game like what does that look like today or what you know given our advancement in what we've made like what can you what can you do with that now i don't know better particle effects (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean part of me is just like well i don't care because like like sometimes the technology for me makes things less cool like i like as soon as the technology to make mortal kombat 3d came out i stopped liking mortal kombat i didn't like it 3d i didn't like street fighter 3d either like i did not like the way that those played i thought the sprite based games were a lot faster and a lot felt a lot more responsive right um but that's not even what i mean exactly like i don't think you have to just because you have the hardware to do 3d i don't think you have to make a 3d game well then i guess i don't know what you mean because nobody's learned a thing if you're talking about game design because (laughs) nobody's learned anything (laughs) for talking about that (laughs) okay Maybe the one thing that we've that we've that we've evolved to is not having to read the instruction book for forty minutes before you before you play a game because we've got in game tutorials. Unless you're playing a Souls game, in which but then, case you've got to read a wiki for forty minutes, right? And then there's people that hate the in game tutorials, like, oh, I hate that this game tells me to hit the B button when I when I don't know how to jump. Ooh, I want to have to go read an instruction book for fifteen minutes to figure out how to move the character around. And like, oh, shut up! <laughs> don't tell me. That my character can do combos by attacking these this way. 
I want to just fumble through this control system to figure out how I can do combos. Yeah. That's better game design. Right. So, I mean, either we've learned nothing, or the things that we have changed over time, people hate anyway, so who cares? Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, the things that... The things I can think of that are, like, uh, that have been added because of the, the, like, changes in console generations are things that I don't like. Like, um... Everything has to be online multiplayer. Yeah, everything's everything has to be uh, always online, like connected to the internet for something, um, and that's also likely because you have uh, mandatory achievements, uh, and so you've got to sync your sync your you know chivos to the server, right? Like or it spends five minutes not d- downloading the zero DLC that you've purchased <laughs> to sync up and make sure that you didn't. Right. Buy some in the last like forty minutes. Or you've got to connect to your third party account. Yeah. I gotta Origin, just say it. You have to connect to Origin. Or you play. Either one of those. <laughs> yeah, you hate all of those technological changes. Okay. Yeah. Alright. You win. <laughs> we we haven't learned anything. I mean, it's not like storytelling's gotten any better. That one's still pretty much just as bad, if not made worse, because now it's harder to... Like, if you want to make a really cool-looking game like a Skyrim, then that means you have, like, less opportunity to actually make content that people won't see because you spent, you know... Yes, you when, spent thousands of dollars when, paying somebody to make this this dungeon. So if somebody doesn't go through it, then you wasted your time. Yeah, when a single NPC is five hundred dollars, yeah. then yes, it's hard to it's hard to make a bunch of. When getting a model for an NPC is like five thousand dollars, <laughs> right? Then yeah, yes. Uh, I meant just coming up with the name was five. <laughs> right. Yeah. Games have gotten so big and expensive. Like, yeah, I mean they, they. I mean, before it was like you you compare it to like movies, but they like both cost and make more money than a lot of movies these days. I mean, like if you look at World of Warcraft, like or Clash of Clans, the combined like expense for marketing and development and the amount that they've earned, like totally. Totally outclasses like any movie. Yeah, yeah. But it also like has a longer run as well. Like a movie's in the theaters for months. You know, people have been playing WoW for over ten years. So that's like just monthly money in the pockets of that company. Now, granted, there's expenses in that as well, but it's, you know, it, you there's, a, there's a profit. There's definitely a profit. <laughs> there's definitely a profit with World of Warcraft, yes. Yeah. Wow. But, I mean, I guess that's why they can... That's why they can release StarCraft in three chunks over, like, eight years or whatever it's been. And they can spend... 20 years making Diablo 3 and it be terrible when it comes out and spend another, like, two years making it less terrible. <laughs> or five or something. Uh, I read that, that 
They're making a missed TV show. So I have no idea what that means, but I would like to hope that it is about somebody who moves through like over elaborate, under explained spaces and just clicks at buttons until randomly he finally opens the door and gets to the next room. Did you ever see Cube? I saw Hypercube. It sounds a lot like Cube. <laughs> I, Only I, instead it, of like being really intricate, like uh, well developed spaces, it's uh, just a box. <laughs> yeah, Cube Two Hypercube was was basically that. Yes. Plus uh, the addition of like like weird uh, like weird awkward sex scenes that turn into death scenes death scenes yes inexplicably the cube 2 hypercube was not a good movie well yeah yeah i think it's i think what jesse's saying is very accurate <laughs> it was and that's where that's another uh where phil agrees with me <laughs> yeah it was it was a sequel to a bad horror movie so i just read that the creative team behind the mist TV show, which is a Hulu original. A creative team comprised of Matt Tolmach, which did something on The Amazing Spider-Man. So I'm immediately out. Wait, so why do you hate The Amazing Spider-Man? This is a terrible movie. All, Both of them? or Yeah. Well, I didn't see the second one, but I heard from people that liked the first one that the second one was worse. So if like if my if my bar is like is like terrible, it's a, it doesn't meet terrible. It's below terrible, sub terrible. Uh, so yeah, I I don't. They said that the premise is is going to be a gay a guy winds up on an island, uh, and he doesn't know why he's there or who he is, and then explores the. Ages of mist, I suppose. It just sounds kind of like Lost, only with less characters. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be a lot of voiceover as he reads through books to try to figure out what's going on? <laughs> no, he's going to play like everybody else and not read any of the books and just click on things, like I said, until he finally happens accidentally upon the random order of button presses that opens the door. Well, he's got to open up the books with, uh, like, Akinar and uh, the other guy. I didn't even realize either of those people had names. I just knew it was like Blue Book Guy and Red Book Guy or something. Uh-huh. And, well, their dad was named Atris or something. Well, yeah, see, the apparently guy. there was books that described all of this information. Is that... Well, there were diaries that each of them had. Yeah, I'd never read any of those things. I just... Uh, put up the pages... No. It's all about collecting the pages. Whatever. I don't remember that. I remember you clicked on things until you could go to the next screen. I don't know who ripped up all of the books, though. Because all of the pages for these books that these two guys were trapped in... Did the dad rip them up? Did the dad trap them in books? It, no, because he got trapped in a book. It was their ferret, Meekum. <laughs> no, Meekum! Don't tear up the books! You, you don't even know how to read. Parent. Get away from my books. Yeah. Maybe it was Atrus's wife who was just like sick of all this book crap. And she's like, fine, 
you go into your dumb books, and then she starts tearing them up and scattering them, scattering them around other books. That's kind of a weird thing about that game. Was like, you could take, you could go into a book and go to someplace else, but you could also just like grab another page from one of these magic books and take it into a magic book. Could you also take another book and take that book with you into another book? And then you're inside a book in a book? Yeah. But are you even like, in, or is it just like, I don't know how they work. I don't know if that's... Like All I a, know is if you're in book number three, like one hour in in real life is like, you know, a month in that book. Ugh. <laughs> that's how... That's how I feel whenever I'm reading book number one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clearly, we're also not fans of reading. Reading in horror movies, not our... Yeah, I've read uh, very few ac- books. I've listened to books on... I almost said books on tape. I've listened to audiobooks. Uh, I'm totally fine with somebody else reading to me as I'm driving the car or something, but... Uh, yeah, I just don't want to sit down and read something. Yeah, force me to sit down and stare at letters. Ugh. I. Uh, yes, we're all gonna die in the tor- tornado that's yeah, coming. Or it's true. Whatever the crazy hyperstorm that's developing outside, some kind of Mad Max level of thunderstorm. Possibly a Sharknado. <laughs> we're in Texas, so I think it's probably unlikely that the sharks are around here. So some kind of cow-nado. Cow-nado, yeah. Uh, unless it hits the Dallas Aquarium. Then it's a manatornado. <laughs> <laughs> Over oh, the huge manatee. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was what was I talking about? I am not reading books. Um <laughs> Unless it's like 95% picture with the words, then I'm, I'm out. Like almost 100% of the time, if I start reading a, like a book, book, I'm going to be asleep. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to be asleep just like minutes <laughs> afterwards. It's not even like I've tried putting myself in uncomfortable positions. Like I've tried sitting at my desk and like just like being in my computer chair and be, like trying to make it like as uncomfortable for me to like sit in that position as possible. So I'm just like, no. You're going to stay awake for this one. You're going to... And just like... like I'll, I'll wake up with like the book on the floor and my head's just dangling you're in like, this chair. And I'm like, how did I even fall asleep like this? I wish I could fall asleep. You're like laying against a bed of coffee-tipped spikes and you're still falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't make it through. I've just got... I've just I've just got cocaine like going into my veins and I'm still just like what? Huh, I'm sorry, I was reading I was reading a book. I think <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what kind of like drugs or anything you do, I, I just can't. My brain is conditioned to it 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 associates reading with nap time. <laughs> And it's probably because, like, every time we had reading time in school, it was nap time. <laughs> like, you're going to make me read? Sure. Sure. I'll read. All right. 
But yeah, I don't know about the missed game. I mean, show. Show, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if... Uh, I mean, I feel like they have to introduce other characters besides just the main guy. And if they're not going to introduce Mr. Blue Book and Mr. Red Book, or at least Atris, who's the guy who wrote all the books, um, I don't know what they're going to do. I feel like they have to introduce those guys eventually. And the, just the fact that you mentioned book that many times just makes me think no, it's going to be a totally boring story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> a show, a TV show about literature. <sighs> I, I think there's a certain amount of irony that a show about books is going to be boring. <laughs> it's not ironic. That's expected. <laughs> Well, that it's going to have a bad story. Oh, okay, I see. Look, uh, just because something's a book does not mean it has a better story. No, I agree. <laughs> I, I think there are enough. The Twilight series started as books. Let's just yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah, I think there's enough uh, extended universe novels of Star Wars to know that, that those are... Not all of those are winners. Fan fiction is typically never in TV or movie form. Are you trying to think of an example? Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, trying to think of one. Typically, no. Yes, I would agree. If it's in any form of film, it's YouTube video or Vimeo or whatever. Vimeo. Yes. <laughs> I've always pronounced that Vimeo, like video with an M instead of a D. <laughs> I don't care. Fine. <laughs> Fine. It's not like anybody ever says that word anyway. Vimo. Now that doesn't make any sense. Vimeo. Oh, a vine. A fan fiction vine. Those are like six, still six seconds, right? I think all vines have to be six seconds, yes. <laughs> That's the perfect amount of time for fan fiction. That's, you get six seconds to do your fan fiction. <laughs> it's just like, it's just six seconds of a guy just like shouting concepts. <laughs> What well, a Batman and the Joker, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> what a Superman and Batman, we're lovers. <laughs> that's that's all he has time for. <laughs> what if uh, the Hulk and Superman fought and they punched each other into the sun? <laughs> what if Wolverine was actually a caveman this whole time? What? <laughs> What if Galactus came from a planet of Galactus-sized people, and then there was a larger uh, world-eating thing that was his Galactus? <laughs> it's like double Galactus. Also, he was short in his world. <laughs> <laughs> he was like Danny DeVito short. What if Spider-Man had a pet ferret named Meekum? <laughs> he ate all his books. This could be our next podcast. It's just us throwing out these six second ideas <laughs> for fan fiction. <laughs> no, they're all so bad. <laughs> what if a what? What if a chimpanzee could lift up Thor's hammer and he gained the powers of Thor? <laughs> Thor pansy. <laughs> Thor, Thor pansy. That's the best one. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs>
You got any more? What if Hermione started a matchmaking service and she called it Hermione Aphrodite? (laughs) (laughs) What if every doctor from Doctor Who was in a reality show about Doctor Who's? (laughs) Called Who's the Doctor? Carmen Sandiego and Waldo from Where's Waldo went on a crime spree together and and trotted the globe hiding from people and Dora the Explorer had to find them. Yeah. And so on. <laughs> so stuff like that. <laughs> By the way, that's some of the best fan fiction I've ever heard of, too. So if <laughs> it gives you any insight into my opinion on fan fiction. Well, I think now is the time in the episode when I would remind people that we have an email address. And if you, you want to email us your ideas for, for a great six-second fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> or just email us the title of something, and then we'll try to come up with the pitch for, six, for <laughs> the fan fiction in six seconds. The, the email address is uh, podcast at siteinbeta.com. Uh, we still have no emails, so um, it's looking pretty good. Makes this makes this section of the podcast pretty easy. <laughs> yes, our email section. We have none. We have still zero. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that means we also never got an email about who the queen of the '80s was. No, no, nobody ever chimed in on that. Uh, but you. T- <sighs> After we recorded the last uh, that time, I think you had suggested Molly Ringwald. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. I can't think of. Yeah, can't really think of a better option than that. I can't remember what the other email topics were that we suggested. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Not important. <laughs> Unless we start getting emails. Yeah. In which case, we might take it more seriously. <laughs> right. But also, now we need to go start a Vine account to produce uh-huh. some of this fan fiction. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that'll do That'll do it. So, hopefully next time, we'll get to record with, uh, with Phil again. And there won't be as many thunderstorms and whatnot as well. Because I'm <laughs> sure that's going to be fun to edit. Yes. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> you think you had one more? Let's try to think of another one. <laughs> what if Harley Quinn and Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman both had twin sisters and were living together in the same apartment and they called it Quintuplets? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we'll end up. <laughs> <laughs>